BTS You're Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Or should I say, Godzilla and King Kong? Oh, I was going to say Shelby versus Matt. Mm, I think I'm I think I'm the Godzilla type here. And you're like the King Kong. You know, kind of like dumb but nice. And I'm like <sighs> the powerful one, the one behind the scenes who's really pulling all the strings. You have People like, are like in fear of my intellect. You have like fire like breath and yeah. stuff. And I'm like kindly speaking like, sign wow, language that, to children. That Godzilla could change the world. But King Kong, like let's let's put him in his little protective shield. Keep him safe because he can't handle the heat. That but Shelby in the bring. end, it's King Kong who saves the day, Shelby. Uh, Did I you mean, not see this movie? Godzilla they had to a, resurrect him or whatever to kill with the axe. <laughs> with the axe or whatnot yeah no but uh, shelby v matt works too well vs oh yeah vs shelby versus matt. yeah let's let's get the grammar yeah. correct here yeah, where yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah, a yeah. civil suit it's yeah. yeah it's like a wrestling match <laughs> so yes we're talking about godzilla versus kong yes. which is the fourth movie movie in the monsters verse universe oh is that the technical that's what they're calling it Monsterverse? Yeah, yeah that's oh. according to Wikipedia. <laughs> following Godzilla, Godzilla, okay. King of the Monsters, yes. and Kong Skull Island. 100%. I ha- only saw Kong Skull Island of those four. Oh, interesting. Um, not surprised, but disappointed. And could I tell you more than one thing that happened in <laughs> Kong Skull Island? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> well, and good it, for while you. I, was... I rewatched it as one of my <laughs> weekly rewatchings. Of general movies, I mean, I don't, I don't rewatch Kong Skull of Island. Of Kong Skull Island, no. every week, <laughs> no. I on Tuesday night, I pop a bag of popcorn no, no, and watch no, no, Kong no. Skull Island, the no, best film of 2017. I've actually mentioned the MonsterVerse quite a bit on our podcast because I think in our decade we roundup, I mentioned how Godzilla 2014 had one of the best trailers of all time. Um, and then Kong Skull Island, I think we talked about how much I hated that. So I've really just gone through the gamut of emotions on this, uh, franchise. I recently rewatched, um, Godzilla and Skull Island (laughs) and I was really psyched for Godzilla versus King Kong. I, um, I talked about it last week. It was one of my looking forward to, I, I was ready to love it as much as I loved Godzilla and Godzilla King of the Monsters. And I thought it would be better than Skull Island. I I was left disappointed. I'll be honest. Really, I I really appreciated the monster fights themselves, and I think that's ultimately what it wanted to do, and it did it well. But it definitely <laughs> sacrificed a lot of um, character, a lot of uh, just storyboard logic, like just things like that. You know, plot became circumstantial. It it didn't hold itself together as a full movie so much as a you know a journey from fight a to fight b i felt like this is exactly what i thought this movie was gonna be <laughs> it was like three big fights plot loosely tied together uh, in between nothing really that interesting happening even the fights themselves were sort of like just big cg spectacles i honestly the one thing i was um, sort of surprised by is that the main Godzilla versus Kong fight on the boats, which is what like all the trailers mm-hmm, are, mm-hmm. happened so early in the movie. And then, so I was kind of pleasantly surprised that there was a lot more to the movie than just Godzilla versus Kong. But right. at the same time, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, yeah, this like it was, it was fine. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I really well, don't have that many thoughts on it. That's it. That's the episode. Yeah, well, that's the episode. Um. 
I actually, so that's the thing. You have a lot of thoughts. That's the thing. "Ah, That's that's the thing. Okay. Um, Godzilla, when it came out in 2014, it was really like, no, this is important, Matt. Okay. It was really like praised because it was a really interesting choice for a monster movie. And it's very, very different from what this monster verse has turned into. Um, because basically it, it had a much smaller ensemble cast. It was just about a, it was about Aaron Taylor Johnson was the guy and he was this soldier trying to get home to his wife and daughter and son basically. And every single monster sighting was from the perspective of him or people on the street. So it was much more centered in the human element of the story rather so it was than more like Cloverfieldy then. Oh, I mean, not in that sense. It, I mean, it, it was more artsy. Like it really was. They were they were focused on the human element, on the sort of like emotional story behind this main character and how it related to the story of Godzilla having to come out of the depths to fight this mean monster. And so surface level, you do have this Godzilla movie, but it also attempted something in a, in a more serious kind of manner where it wanted to say something about grief and about closure and all this stuff. And there were some really beautiful perspective shots where you never got a full glimpse of Godzilla until the very end. And so it felt more like like a Jaws type of monster movie where it is more centered in these characters they've they've created than the monster itself. And so that was what like got people invested in it. And then Godzilla's King of the Monsters was much more panned because it was a stark departure from that. It was much more cheesy, kind of focused on it it had a huge cast. That's where you got um uh the Stranger Things girl involved and um there were some weird elements to a story that didn't quite make sense, but it all like it all came down to these monster bashes. And then well, uh, you know, you had Kong Skull Island, which was also much more. It introduced sort of humor into the MonsterVerse, I guess. Like it was a little bit more Kong cheesy Skull and Island playful. Was very, yeah, go- doofy. Yeah, goofy, and um, and it was more focused on like, yeah, kind of like playful wait, sets and so and fights. when they made Godzilla the original, or mm-hmm. well, not the original, obviously, but. Uh, were yeah, they be. planning on it being a series or was that sort of a standalone film that just did well? And so then they decided that they were going to tack on these other entities. I guess um, I'm trying to think. I feel like because it was released in 2014, but then King of the Monsters didn't come out until like 2018. So 2014 to 2018. So there was some time. I feel like it. it wasn't like they had pitched it as some sort of marvel universe i don't think mm-hmm. um because i also feel like kong skull island wasn't i don't know i mean they did set up yeah, like some was kong island like supposed to be connected to this yeah also all of these movies have like different casts sort of yeah like i was kind of confused watching this i was like okay wait who is from the previous <laughs> film and who is new but i yeah. think it's really just millie bobby brown who's yeah, it's Millie Bobby Brown and her father, um, Coach Taylor. Um, right, but he's not really in this that much. Right. But like Alexander yeah. Skarsgård and Rebecca no, Hall and Brian Tyree Henry and Isaac Gonzalez, they're all new. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, had some characters from Godzilla, the the like scientists and and people who worked for Monarch. Um, they were involved, and then they had a really <laughs> a pretty good character arc, and it and it ended. Let's just say, um, and so then this one, yeah, the only ones to to remain was Millie Bobby Brown, which I could have done without, but <laughs> it's fine. Podcasting, you know, making an appearance, gotta love it. So yeah, I feel like I was hoping for something more like Godzilla, the 2014 version, or at least more like King of the Monsters that didn't sacrifice so much plot for for set. But it ended up being more, I think, a mix between Skull Island and King of the Monsters, which was a lot more focused on giving the quote-unquote people what they want, which is the monster fights. And they also were like, I want it in the daylight because it's hard to see at night. And like, let's see them fight during the day because monsters don't just come out at night. And so they focused on that with... um Godzilla v Kong and um yeah I think overall I would have been fine with some cheesy you know monster mash show but I hated the plot elements they tried to introduce because they just made no sense <laughs> it it was a lot of different things going on where yes. you had okay there's Godzilla who's like attacking these various like laboratories and oh why is he doing that oh because the lab is is you know (laughs) has some kind of secret project going on that turns out to be they have a giant like robot Godzilla then you have the other team of people who is trying to get to the center of the earth (laughs) and there's something with gravity so they need to get Kong to lead them to the center of the earth but then in the transit, Kong fights Godzilla. There's there's a lot of different sort of like and somehow things. the kids get on a train to Hong Kong from L.A. It's a light speed train, Shelby. Duh, yeah. <laughs> like under you the ocean. One of those? Is that... <laughs> I guess. I mean, hey, because I mean, the only reason I had an issue with that is that the character, um, the podcaster, was like we don't ship to Hong Kong. So it was like a secret monorail they built, but it's like, why was it a secret? I don't know. Who, who knows? <laughs> I did like Brian Tyree Henry in this. I mean, oh, I like him and no, everything. He was kind of, he was kind of bumbling. I thought yeah. I was like, okay, he's entertaining enough. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I don't like know where to start because it just feels like the plot was spread so thin that you just pull one storyline and the whole thing falls apart. And it's not like nitpicking. It's just like facts that they didn't care about. Like, it's just like, okay, yeah, the that doesn't make sense. The movie just felt very insubstantial to me. Yeah. Like, I, I finished watching it and it was like, what, like... Could I remember any of it? No. I mean, I watched this a couple of weeks ago and had to go back and read the Wikipedia synopsis and be like, oh, yes. Like, I totally forgot about all of this happening. There really wasn't anything, I feel like, that stuck with me at all from this movie. Well, what's interesting, too, is Kong Skull Island takes place in the 70s. And so then this is the next one to come out. Like, we didn't get mention of King Kong in the King of the Monsters movie. Even though that took well, place, he was just on later. the planet or right. on the island. Well, the, so that's what's weird is this opens with like King Kong is clearly the the central figure of this movie, like he's the emotional monster of the movie for some reason, and um, and he, it's like that setup too is strange where where they've they've decided to create this safe guarding like wall around Skull Island because 
King Kong's releasing pheromones or something that Godzilla can sniff out. And they don't want Godzilla to come and fight King Kong because they want King Kong alive, I guess. Which, uh, you know, doesn't, it doesn't make They're sense. They're doing tests or method. But also, this woman's raising her daughter. Well, this girl is the last survivor of the um the original people of the island and so the the white researcher adopts her and and <laughs> they live on the island but this is like let's break down the kong storyline because yeah they they have him in this protective bubble but then this guy comes and he's like we need him can you like why like i don't know why they, needed they needed him, him for they some already reason had the hole dug to the center of the earth well, they, and they already they, got the spaceships that could handle the It was something about like flip. leading him, like yeah. leading them there. Or, but I was confused too as to like, <laughs> yeah. when we got to that point, I was like, wait, why did they need Kong exactly? Because it wasn't <laughs> yeah. like he like opened a gate or something. No. But was just, it something to do with that axe? axe? Like there was well, the axe, he needed an axe? Yeah, I, I think know. they wanted him to lead him to the, lead them to the center of. Well, that's what's weird too, is because the whole setup is that this hollow earth that's where the monsters come from, like the bad monsters in all these movies. And so they need to go to hollow earth and like, and I thought the idea was they were going to stop the monsters, but then they get there and they find this huge cathedral that had been built by some, (laughs) some monkeys, I guess is the, is the argument is that King Kong was King of the hollow earth and had a throne built and an ax that he wielded. Well, the the reason why they want to get to the Hollow Earth is to access like the power or whatever yes. that's there. I mean, they don't tell the researcher people that, but right. like, you know from the, the beginning, it's like okay, like <laughs> evil corporation definitely doing this to like they're they don't care about King Kong. They'll yeah. kill him any time. They just want whatever the like power is that's there <laughs> yeah. at the center. It's well, very like like none of the plots make sense, yeah. but it is very streamlined in like. We gotta go get something. We gotta use King Kong to get something. <laughs> and they explain like, it every right. step of the way. Right. Yeah. It's just it's like it's like somebody came up with like a mad lib version of this and yeah. then and then a different person went through and filled in all the blanks. <laughs> and so it doesn't really make sense, but like the movie feels like it is a movie that is working the way it should. You yeah. know? Yeah, I mean they clearly just wanted a fight on the boat in the ocean. Cool. They got it. But it was weird that the choices they kept making that were like trying to humanize the characters and King Kong. But then ultimately, yeah, it just ends up in this monster fight in the center of Hong Kong. And that was a confusion for me, too. Um, So, you know, Kong's doing his thing. That's the storyline. Then at the same time, you have Millie Bobby Brown, who is listening to a a conspiracy theorist um, podcast about how apex technology is actually an evil corporation and so she becomes involved in that and they end up finding out that yes their mission isn't i guess i don't know what they pitch themselves as like some sort of i don't know good tech company (laughs) the most unbelievable part of this whole movie is that the guy who is the podcaster about the conspiracy theories <laughs> yeah. about Apex works for Apex, does yeah. the podcast in his own voice without like any kind of concealment, talks yeah. about working there on the podcast, and yet nobody from Apex has put together that he's running this like podcast against them. It's like, no, yeah. they would have sniffed that out real quick. Yeah, no, it, it made no sense. And he kept on 
like quote unquote figuring things out but not really figuring anything out like i mm-hmm. i didn't understand what he thought he was accomplishing and also it turns out he he went a little cuckoo after his wife died and I, he carries around a, it it's weird there's some weird choices but the weirdest the absolute weirdest part of this film is this this idea of this tech company that they want to get to the center of the earth and steal power. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, that, that checks out. Like humans go and they, they mine natural places for resources and strip them bare and destroy life. That's, you know, humanity at its core. But what is absolutely wild to me is how this all ended up working out. Because first of all, you find out that they're building their own like mecha monster, like a, like a, like a metal version of godzilla so that they can kill the monsters once and for for all including godzilla but it's it's being powered by a skull they have of the og monster um and i just have some like questions and then but the skull is connected to then this guy who's like having to act oh it made no sense it made no sense there's no like there's no like biological no power to a skull that's the idea it's just bones i mean maybe like dna but yeah but it's like what are they working with here and then not only that not only do they have this weird thing but they need the they need the ultra power from the center of the earth. I don't know how they know that, that that exists and that they need it, but they need it. And so the, he sends his, these people made a monorail under the Han, <laughs> yeah. under the Pacific ocean. They know how no to problem. do stuff. Yeah. So they, they send the hot chick down to get the power and she decides to do it at the most inopportune time and just gets a little tube of power and somehow submits it through like, wi-fi like how did the, that work <laughs> the whole time i was just thinking uh remember when we were watching i care a lot and she was the <laughs> girlfriend and i care a lot wasn't that such a great movie from this past yeah, year I mean, comparatively yeah for sure i just i really want a breakdown of what that was because it's like how did you do that how do you know what none of this made sense this movie was bonkers yeah none of the plot made sense yeah because then when they get that energy it like awakens the skull (laughs) and the skull takes over and and becomes the the evil monster yes that then godzilla and king kong have to um, so it's like a robot being run by an old dead skull yeah and so who's found new life (laughs) right so Godzilla and King Kong. Oh, sorry, I'm like <laughs> yawning just thinking about this movie. Godzilla and King Kong have to team up to beat this <sighs> robot. Yeah. But then at one point, King Kong like is basically dead, so they have to zap him with <laughs> one of their anti gravity carts in order to well, like. Well, we have to break down Godzilla's story because Godzilla is kind of MIA oh, gosh, most of we? this movie. Oh um, yeah, he was gone. Well, he's hunting he's down. He's always been the protector. He, yeah. He can sniff out a yeah, bad he's, guy, he's so he's breaking find... down these like. <laughs> properties on yeah, the apex yeah good for him honestly love a godzilla moment but so he he ends up in hong kong because he can sense this mecha godzilla and as he's about to go destroy it he somehow senses um king kong at the center of the earth well you can smell him remember? yeah he, he smells king kong through however many miles millions of miles that is and godzilla stops what he's doing admire the focus and he drills a hole to the center of the earth. Like it, it takes maybe like, I don't know, it, not hours. It's 
It's a few minutes. Look, everybody has in this movie atomic. has very good <laughs> drilling technology. We can drill to the bottom. Uh, somebody else drills up out of the bottom later. Uh, we're no, drilling no, no. What happens is, what happens is Godzilla drills this hole. He burns this hole into the center of the earth with his atomic fire breath. He peeks over. He's like, "What's up, King Kong?" And then walks away. But King Kong is like, "No, enough of this!" And he jumps up the hole but gravity's down gravity's weird down there and so he he ends up in hong kong <laughs> and that's when they start their fight is you know they they fight and and mm. godzilla godzilla beats him up he really does he he almost kills him but he's like you know what? i'm gonna let you bleed out because i don't have time for you and he goes this to take podcast has dragon. big energy of like when you are a like 10 year old who's very excited about like trains or something and your grandparent <laughs> comes over to the house and you're like I'm gonna tell you all about these trains and the grandparents like well I can't say no but I just sort of like oh have to sit gosh. here and then they sort of like falling asleep that's, that's so rude that, that, <laughs> you're like and then the pens that they were using weren't even ballpoint okay, so how did how the ink you, come out how do you want to fill and this I'm just hour, like, Matt how do you want to fill this okay what do you what do you want to talk about about this movie um how about you just keep talking i'm gonna run and grab a bowl of cereal i'll come back in like 10 minutes we'll call it (laughs) well i mean that's the that's the point though right is these monsters really have no logic to them but then on top of that there's characters we haven't even acknowledged that don't even matter and ultimately that was what yeah what was alexander skarsgård point in this whole thing (laughs) i truly don't know i think he was like a he was a shady guy who realized he could be brave and good in the end is the idea. Mm. And so like um, me. yeah. And also just the, the things that they were willing to put this eight year old girl in front of, like really just, they threw I can't anything. believe that they took her with. <laughs> I know uh, it made no sense. They're like, let's go to the center of the earth where all these monsters come from. And then they end up, you know, they're happy ever after as they, they live on the hall. They live in well, the hall of Earth. Well, she was BFFs with King Kong yeah, yeah, because she, they both did sign language together. Yeah, yeah. They they bonded over being orphans. Which and, King Kong lives on this island that supposedly is like <laughs> under intense scrutiny and no one realizes he speaks <laughs> no sign language despite the fact he's massive. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, they're bad researchers. That's That's what I took from this. And it also made no sense. Like, she's like, didn't we go down the course that Godzilla wouldn't find us? And they're like, well, he did. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I'll, they're like, look, kid, I don't know what's happening. Either. Yeah. yeah. And then they like lock themselves in a, it, it. There was a lot of choices that just didn't make sense. And um, I also just, you know, scientifically, uh, the hollow earth. I mean, is there like a mini sun inside the hollow earth or... Uh, look, I don't know. I think that all of Earth theories about like the things that are going on in the center of the Earth are like just theories because nobody right. knows. It's supposedly yeah. like magma or whatever, but like who really knows, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I guess it could be. Could be I, jur- like Journey yeah. of the Center of the Earth with uh, Vanessa Hudgens or whatever. Yeah, or The Core with Aaron Eckhart. Oh, I haven't seen that. Um, <laughs> so here's it. a question for you. Okay. <laughs> when they were asked if there would be a sequel to this movie, they said... It's really at the point where the audience have to kind of step forward and vote for more of these things. If this right. movie is a success, obviously they will continue forward. Do we feel like that there is a need for more of these or that <laughs> anyone actually like wants? Like, is there, I feel like you're the biggest stan I know of this <laughs> franchise. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what's hard, right? Is like You're certainly the I, only person who's watched Kong Skull Island more than twice, once. Twice, yeah. Actually, Kong Skull Island is one of is the most well-reviewed movie of this franchise, I think. Um, that's interesting. I think it has... Last I checked, so Godzilla vs. Kong has 75%, and then Kong Skull Island has... Higher than 75? Oh, it has 75, so they're they're tied at 75. And then what King of the, the Monsters is like have? low 40, and Godzilla 2014, let's see. Godzilla 2014, oh, 76, so <laughs> I stand corrected. So really, they're, they're doing... They're, they're doing very well. Yeah, yeah. they're staying it there. <laughs> I think they the problem is it's like Godzilla, the 2014 movie was great fun because it was the first, right? Like it's it's about discovering Godzilla exists and and he turns out to be the good guy. And that's like, that's the format of every Godzilla <laughs> movie I've seen. So Matthew Broderick's in this one. And so they did the origin. Matthew that's Matthew Broderick done. was in a Godzilla movie? Are you when was joking? <laughs> That was like 1993. It was I it was Godzilla. It takes no. place in New York. It features like a a classic song. I can't remember now. Never have I ever heard of this movie. Oh my gosh! Talk about movies I've rewatched. It's so bad, but it's good. It they end up like in the in Madison Square Garden. Like Godzilla lays her I am eggs confused in Madison as to Square. when Godzilla became a good guy. Because wasn't Godzilla a bad? Like isn't that the point of Godzilla that? He, it like yeah, wreaks havoc he, on like, these towns. But he usually is the guy, he's the king of the monsters. So he fights the monsters and sure there's human casualties, but ultimately he he's not trying to murder. He's not trying to eat as many humans as possible, you know? Okay. But anyway, so you have that storyline They really story did irreparable done. damage to Hong Kong, <laughs> which let me tell you. Oh my gosh. I know. And that's what's crazy is you compare Godzilla 2014. It's like always aware of the human loss involved. I, like, whereas, I hope FEMA's ready. Yeah. You fast forward to freaking Godzilla versus Kong and they kill millions of people within like five minutes. Like just all of well, Hong Kong is Maybe decimated. it was a weekend. Maybe, every, maybe no one was in the office. <laughs> no one was visiting Hong Kong. Yeah. I mean, but Kyle Chandler, he's there to help somehow. I don't know how or why or how travel time works in this universe, but he got there and and he finally checked in with his daughter and <laughs> she was there too. Um, so as far as what they could do next, it seems kind of hard because it would just end up being another we just get another fight. villain. Yeah. Well, that's all of these movies. And yet here we are. I mean, they're still making uh superhero movies and all those are just <laughs> fights i mean yeah i guess you're right but there's not much character godzilla can bring at this point he's just a tired lizard who's like sick of taking care of business my gosh that sounds like me yeah <laughs> tired yeah. sick of taking care of business um oh i have a game for you to play that oh I interesting okay okay so godzilla versus kong is the highest grossing film released in theaters so far in 2021 mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you were like okay low bar yeah i have a list of the top 10 movies that have come out this year and i want to see how many of them you can guess or have even heard of oh the the 10 the top grossing movies yes the top 10 grossing movies of 2021 one. yes and these are just in the u.s this isn't global because if you look at the global ranking it's like all chinese movies and then right godzilla Wait, so this is just 2021, or you're saying 2022? Yes, just 2021. Just 2021! Okay. And it's in theaters. In theaters, 2021. 
Um, okay, will we have Rhea? Yes, that's number okay. three. And then we have, I'm just trying to think of the HBO releases. <laughs> um, so Black Judas. Uh, yes, that's number eight. Uh, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, um, you're doing better at this than I thought. That's two. <laughs> okay, and then are just all of these HBO movies These are all movies just now? HBO movies. <laughs> um, and then I guess no wait, Wonder Woman was 2020. Yeah, I know I'm gonna know another one, but I can't think of any. I feel like you. Okay, uh, okay, I'll start giving you hints. Um, one of them is a movie that we have talked about on the podcast. Oh man, you you think I remember these sort of details? <laughs> <laughs> um, I care a lot. No, no, it like... had a it had a very strange score and some some bizarre oh. acting choices. Oh, <sighs> I'm drawing a blank on what uh, we did. Somebody had a limp in the movie. <laughs> oh, dang it! That's the other HBO one. It's um a little thing. The, the little thing. The little yes, thing. Yes, that's number four. Okay. <laughs> number five, I feel like, is a movie that maybe you would want to see. Okay. It stars one of your favorite actors in a role that they've played about 75 times at this point. So is it like Greenland or something? <laughs> I mean, it's equivalent. A skews older. Older actor. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I... Uh, you'll have to give me another clue. Uh, I, I love so um, many actors. In his last movie that we watched, actually, he's probably had a new movie since then. He was a snowplow driver. Oh, Liam Neeson. Yes. I don't know anything he's been in this year. Uh, you, you, you aren't keen to see The Marksman. No, some kind of movie where he's like a sniper, I guess. Oh man, missing out. I'll have okay, to look that's into number that. Five. Um, number six is a movie that is stars. Um. A member of the Star Wars franchise? Uh, John Boyega. Uh, no. <laughs> it also stars um, a Marvel person. Oh, no. It's a Marvel person and a Star Wars person. Oh, is it, is it Cherry? Uh, <laughs> no, it's Chaos Walking, which is a different <laughs> movie that Tom Holland is in. How many movies is Tom Holland in? Okay, oh, and then Chaos I... Walking. That's based on a YA novel. Oh, Okay. I um, heard it was bad. So there's at number seven, we have a movie called Nobody. Do you have any idea what that's oh, about? Oh yes, this is Bob Odernick, and he is <laughs> Odenkirk. Odenkirk, that's right. <laughs> and he plays. <laughs> it's basically like um, the Assassin show, kind of, some kind of drug lord or something. No, well, sort of. But what I it is is he's living a normal life, but then it turns out that he's actually a, a hardcore assassin who's ready to to get stuff oh, done. Okay. So it's basically like a funny John Wick is what it what the trailer okay. looks like. Well, that's the number seventh highest grossing film of the year so far. Uh, number nine, we have The Courier. Do you know what that is? No. It's some kind of Benedict Cumberbatch, like secret service Aww, type thing. what's he been up to? I don't know. Well, Sweet. he's in this. And then number 10 <laughs> is some movie called Boogie that had no stars in it. And it's about a basketball team. Oh, fun. So. I I mean, yeah. Are, are movie theaters opening in New York? Can you go? Movie theaters are open in New York. I went and saw Why The Father in New York. Why didn't you uh. go see Tom and Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to, but I was like, eh, do I dare risk COVID for Tom and Jerry? And here's the thing. I saw The Father on like a Saturday morning with two friends at 9 a.m. or something. And we were the only ones in the theater. I feel like Tom and Jerry would have had more people. 
Mm, that feels like true, it would have yeah. would have been a bigger draw. Can't yeah, risk for it sure. until I get this shot. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, well, now later or never for Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, oh I'd say never. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't I admire, know why you would watch this. I admire the fights like I do think they did some cool stuff with the with the monster fights because a lot of monster fights can just feel like boom building gone like blah 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 it's hard to follow there's a lot of things exploding but there is some cool like the 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 aircraft carrier fights I thought that was pretty cool different unique it was fun to see the monsters fight each other it's just unfortunate that the rest of the film made zero sense. It wasn't super long. I'll give yeah. it that. It was it was under two hours. Yeah, which was yeah, welcome, got, especially after right the Snyder it. cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, rapid fire questions. Yes. Um, what monster from another movie, not necessarily like in this universe, would you have Godzilla fight next in the sequel? I think he should fight. I guess it'd be fun to see him like take on a literal alien like Cloverfield. See, I was I had a similar thought, but I was I thought the Stranger Things like oh <laughs> yeah 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 thing, the mind flare <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, that didn't I was doing emotion. I was like what is that yeah no that was really good um, thank you okay I had a similar question but <laughs> what to movie animals would you like to see duel okay let's see so i want something to kill the octopus from my favorite octopus so let's see what would i enjoy watching that get no um give me let's see let's do a real rough and tumble i want winnie the pooh versus paddington bear (laughs) in just like the cutest the cutest like little like (laughs) bump around the bed ever get corduroy in there if you need to yeah this was hard for me because every time i thought of one i was like no i couldn't um but i guess i would do like um cujo versus um marley the uh (laughs) versus my dog i was gonna say the sandlot dog but it's also sad oh beast because he wouldn't stand a chance because Cujo is just an evil dog who has rabies. Cujo has rabies. He's not evil. He has a sickness. Um, Stephen King made it very clear that it was somehow a, you know, supernatural thing Whatever. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Same, same, same difference. <laughs> okay. Same difference. Okay. Um, what, <laughs> what would you do if... Uh, if a, if we started to have just random fans of the podcast showing up at your doorstep, <laughs> a la the Millie Bobby Brown to the podcast during <laughs> this film. diner, obviously. Oh, oh, really? Hang out with the underage kids. No, I would call their parents, probably. I mean, if they were children, yeah, I'd call their parents. If they were adults, I'd be like, this isn't healthy or normal, you know? Is it creepier if they're adults or if they're kids? I guess adults, probably. It's creepier if they're adults, 100%. Okay. We have this one. Just guy. DM me instead. Yeah, we have this one guy on Swiftish who like messages us and stuff, and he's like, "I shouldn't talk about him because." <laughs> anyway, it's creepier if they're adults. I'll just say that. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. 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 So I want to hear who do you think was the worst actor in this film? Oh gosh, let me think about this. I <laughs> worst character. Yeah, I, I need. Yeah, I need to go back and look at the list of people who was even in this movie. Um. 
Okay, I don't know who this was, but like I think the like the bad guy. Oh, like yeah. the I think he was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I really I Like I Isaac love... Gonzalez's is like dad or brother or whoever yeah. that was. I, yeah. I love Millie Bobby Brown. I do. I, I respect the journey she's on, but I feel like she's better in more subdued roles like Enola Holmes, whereas here she just she brings a lot to it and I don't think it's all working. I don't think she's as good at like angsty things yeah. as she thinks she is. Yes, exactly. I think she's better when she's like fun yeah. and, l- and less when she's like brooding. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, What conspiracy theory are you like the most intrigued by? Like which conspiracy theory do you spend the most time like Googling? Oh, interesting. I've never really been into any conspiracy theories. Um. I guess like the one that really that I did dive into was the idea that um, Avril Lavigne had died and had a body double. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So I did. I did spend some time in that. Um, but other than that, I don't I don't really see a lot. I loved all of the Amelia Earhart conspiracy theories. Oh, interesting. I've definitely read a lot of those of yeah. like where she went and then like, oh, she came back and she was like a film actress or whatever. <laughs> yes. I love those. <laughs> that is good. I did as a child. I, I had some Anastasia inspired books, like YA books, you know, oh, like yes. she lived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that's the whole point of that movie. Is it I like, know. oh, she's, she's Such out and about in the movie. world. It's and then really afterwards story. Yeah. But then after I Googled it, well, cause, Okay, I have never actually seen the animated movie, but I went Aww. and saw the Broadway show. Cute. And and it, you know it ends and it's sort of like, oh, she escaped, blah yeah. blah, like so wonderful. Then I went and googled it. She's fully dead. Like they oh, found yeah. her it's remains. A, they it's know a really that she's sad, dead. True story. It's not yeah. even like up for interpretation at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's 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 a pretty disturbing uh, way to go too. So it it's not a happy story to find the truth of, but <laughs> There's a few there's a few movies and books if you if you choose to believe that she still is alive for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um okay, if you could reanimate something from a skull alone, what would you choose to fuel your mecha monster? Okay, okay, wait. So I'm picking the skull of some like dead thing that's going to be a monster. Yeah, or it's or, going or it's yeah, going to come or, back into like know. a robotic form. So like yeah. I could get like Abraham Lincoln's skull and make like <laughs> Robot Abraham yeah, Lincoln. Exactly. Okay. Let me think about this. Who do I want back from the dead as a robot? That's <laughs> your average question, you know? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess give me William Shakespeare. Oh, interesting. That feels like I yes, feel like he couldn't do that much harm. Yeah. You know, it feels like. Him as a robot connected to his brain would still be able to write in the same way. Like you wouldn't, it wouldn't be that weird. And he could just write a bunch more plays, you know, just sit him up. What if you woke William Shakespeare up and realized that it's true. He never wrote his own plays. He didn't write his own plays. They're all by Gwyneth Paltrow. Garbage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, you know, that would be disappointing, (laughs) but at least we would know, I guess at that point. Yeah. Who see, I, I went a different direction and oh. I um I said I'd want to see like I would want to see what was going on in like a uh a uh 
a bronchiosaurus's brain like were they gentle oh, creatures oh i should have known you were gonna pick a dinosaur well of course it's I like you know known. 65 million years in the making what was going on in their brain <laughs> yeah. nothing they well, were just okay. like where's the leaves even I'm arguably hungry. like oh, t-rex were they really apex predator or would he just be like a derp <laughs> i don't know or a pterodactyl what are they doing what would he do in our world or she or she <laughs> thank you um I appreciate the representation y- i try yeah. uh, you know that's a that's a thrilling uh <laughs> prospect there i definitely would 100 percent. we recommend to use that technology to see what a brontosaurus <laughs> is thinking rather well, it's than pretty resurrecting, inhumane to resurrect you know, a human being like who as knows a robot, what you're doing you know they, like do, what if what if there is an afterlife and you rip him from it to just like what dance monkey dance like at least is that it, how that works well if there is an afterlife then we'll just turn off the robot and then yeah. we'll know if there's an afterlife shelby so again win-win for me yeah i think well, i thought this through better than you did yeah okay sure i this mean it's still you, 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 there's no consent involved with it william shakespeare being re-animated. there's also no consent with a brachiosaurus the <laughs> yeah. friggin' pita people are gonna be all over you yeah. you're right poor little poor little <laughs> they're not little they're giant <laughs> okay i don't have any more questions okay well we filled the time you that... said it couldn't be done <laughs> <laughs> too too much time one would say yeah. i i don't know what we're doing next week I, oh exciting <laughs> is that exciting or isn't that exciting <laughs> this is how we get our best content is just like i don't know what's what's going on in netflix and then we do an episode on a totally garbage tv show like emily in paris oh but uh let's don't drag emily in paris through the mud <laughs> i mean she's been fair, through i said enough. it was a good episode so well, yes, but so was the show. Honestly, when is we getting season two? And maybe we'll do an entire episode about my hopes and dreams for our Patreon. <laughs> oh no, Shelby, we can't. We already did that <laughs> on, on the Tuesday oh, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We'll do a review of our merch and unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get reviews from people who order our merch yeah. and then complain about <laughs> like, it, and we'll be this like, "Doesn't fit. I need a new size." I'll be like, "Sorry, final sale." <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, so whatever we have, whatever we're doing next week. Yes. And then we have the 2020 film ranking. Okay. And then we have the Oscars. Okay. So cool, that is cool, a good cool, lineup cool, cool. coming, coming yeah. down the pike. True and then, three. and then we have another week and then we have your birthday. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we really yeah. need to get this together. I know. It's like, maybe I should do Justin Bieber or like, but I just, I don't like him, you know? <laughs> Shelby, if we're if we can only pick people you like, we are very limited in <laughs> options here. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. But you can always see what we're up to on social media. We're at PS You're Wrong on Instagram, on Twitter. Oh, send us your email Shelby, with all your th- what. I hate to inform you, but there is a movie coming out on Netflix <laughs> next week called Thunder Force, which is a superhero comedy starring Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, maybe we can do our 2020 roundup and (laughs) see what happens the next week. You know, (laughs) take a gamble that way. The next week, I got something called Stowaway, which is some kind of looks like outer space movie starring Anna Kendrick. 
Oh, oh. and Tony Collette. And it's oh, coming out on Netflix. Oh, see, I was right. As, God- also as the, the Godzilla also- in this relationship, I carry great <laughs> depth and insight. <laughs> and that's also Mortal Kombat's weekend. Oh, well, then that totally makes sense. Next week, we'll do our 2020 roundup. And the final, then following week, we'll choose from these much better movie options. Done. <laughs> okay. 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 And we'll see. We'll see. I'll have to review the schedule. But yeah. sure. Okay. Well, merch is coming. <laughs> a Patreon is coming, possibly. <laughs> Leave us a yeah, review or don't. Terrible. Follow us on social media. Maybe Shelby will get bored or distracted. Or something. Maybe <laughs> the baby possible. will start walking. This isn't only... my first time. I've attempted this. <laughs> but it's it's happening. It's 100%. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. I can't wait. I can't wait for a mug. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Maybe with a, some, uh, with some, who knows? Okay, bye. <laughs>